0: and ufos episode 47 thanks for tuning in as usual don't forget to rate review and subscribe you can look us up as either sex drugs and ufos or rust belt hammer you can find us every other wednesday on GhettoBlasterMagazine.com. blaster magazine.com as long as we're in on time and i've uh, Never had a job that I was on time to, so... Anyways, my name is Matt, I'm here with my co-host...
1: da 3rd base Joseph Baloney. Just styling and profiling through this holiday season, igniting the flames of this year's war on Christmas that, as members of the liberal elite, we have to fan.
0: Are you going to war on Christmas, or are you defending Christmas? I feel like
1: I'm at war with Christmas, even when it's not my own volition, even when it's all... Christmas has dominated the, the culture
0: wars. I'm at war with Christmas, too, because, like, shit that shouldn't even, like, affect me affects me, and it's fucking annoying, well, and, so, like, everybody else's crap. I'm like, just stop talking about Christmas. Leave me alone. I like Christmas lights, and that's it. I find people's, like,
1: like intense distaste for Christmas music, like, kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it doesn't bother me. It's pleasant enough. Um, but and everyone's different. Some people have really traumatic Christmas memories. Some people aren't even, uh, you know, into the whole... I mean, I, it's a secular holiday. It's a cultural thing. It's basically about, like, buy your friends and family, cool shit season, but also really get in touch with your friends and family. Time is finite. You're losing another year. It's like a birth-death wonderful little weird thing, kind of like... Halloween's, like, a good spooky time. Christmas is, like, the introspective, like, dark void time almost. But it you really can sprinkle it with positivity. They're I fun. mean, Jesus
0: is the reason for the season.
1: Well, oh, but it's so. what is this? Uh, should this be the Sex, Drugs, and UFOs Hanukkah special?
0: Hanukkah, actually, this year falls on, it's either Christmas Eve, or it falls on... The day before Christmas Eve. I can't exactly remember. So, I guess a toy I'm gonna take away from her.
1: So, uh, Mad, you're, you are, uh, Jew ish, right?
0: I would say like Jew ish. Practice. I had a bar mitzvah. <laughs> it's on VHS tape. It oh, happened. really?
1: Oh, we got. There is proof. How can we need to do a, a found footage thing around
0: that? I know. You know what's funny? Like, we, we went to Everything is Terrible the other night and, um, they are showing weird shit that happened at weddings. And my uncle got married when I was in fourth grade, and the rabbi's arm caught on fucking fire. Oh, my God. Like, not his actual arm, but, like, his sleeve caught on fire, and we had to, like, like, fan it out. Like, he didn't get burned or anything, but I guess he was just really close to... It was either the rabbi or the cantor. It's hard to remember. The cantor is sort of the guy that, like, chants the ceremony, but they wear, like, a shawl... I'm so bad at doing this, but it's a long thing, and it that shit caught on fire. Maybe it was his sleeve. Anyway, they
1: stopped the ceremony and start over. Temporary
0: for like third for like a minute. It was it was funny. Everyone laughed because I was like, "Oh, like put him out." So your more flames.
1: superstitious person might see that as a bad omen, but you can also glass half full it and be a good omen.
0: My uncle and aunt are still married. The to relationship this day. is fire. It's, it seems like they have, like, the most normal, good relationship out of anybody. I mean, they have an organic berry farm in Ohio.
1: It's pretty cool. Pleasant families, seemingly, are, especially when within your family, are kind of, <coughs> you know,
0: few and far between. It's good. They have no kids. Kids are a fucking headache. I mean, we are, like, people's children, so we obviously know that. I saw I stumbled upon some Reddit post
1: about, like... This person asking them uh, the, the website, am I the asshole for admitting to my spouse that I regret having children? It's a fascinating uh, discussion and thought process. I feel
0: like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people do regret having children. And it's not anything I thought about until I was an adult. It's kind of like, it's, you know, it's part of probably like... Postpartum depression definitely has that
1: in it whenever you right after... A mother gives birth to a child, they have a step deep,
0: intense, uh, metaphysical identity crisis, maybe. I guess if something that was inside your body for nine months and gets to be that big maybe. comes out of your vagina, usually. Maybe you're depressed
1: afterwards. But I don't you know. know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it's like. I have a little puppy dog, but I can only imagine. It's just only Well, if you shoved your dog up your ass. I've never physically given birth to anything, so yeah, I can imagine. I don't. Just
0: imagine your dog all the way up your ass, and then you're trying to shit your dog out. You're trying to shit Poncho out. You have to carry it. And then like someone's too. trying to pull it out. Like you see Poncho's little paws. this uh, now this
1: is imagining me that I. Who is? What does the mother look like? I, I don't want to imagine this.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. So, I but, mean, I'm not saying there is a mom. I'm just saying, shove your dog up your ass. I you can't know imagine that.
1: with like yeah, with any commitment, it's human nature to have second thoughts or always have grass is greener syndrome, imposter syndrome. Sometimes they call a different symptom of identity displacement or yeah. disenfranchisement. The or grass is always green. Disassociative. I feel like disassociative symptoms. Men and mental health field are way more common in adult life than anybody wants to admit.
0: You said that what is more common?
1: Like just being disassociated sometimes. Going through waves of like feeling like empty or void life. Yeah,
0: I felt that when I got back from Europe for like a month. I had like post-Europe depression. Sure. Like it took us a month to podcast. I think the last podcast was the first one that we did before, since I got back from Europe, is that right? Yeah. Or do we do, we didn't do two. We have, yeah. So I didn't really talk about it a lot, but oh my God, I just felt like everything was like so meaningless after Europe. I had post-Europe depression. I just wanted some French cheese. I wanted a baguette every morning. I went to Easy Tiger. I had some other baguettes. You know, everybody likes Easy Tiger. Their baguettes are not as good as the ones in fucking France. Not okay. even by a long shot. I have uh, you know There's
1: a nervous Charlie's Bagel Place by my place. I hear it's good, but I don't know. See, I'm from. T- I'm just a Texas boy. I just know. Well, you know, Ger-
0: German pastries
1: are good here. Those are. They're just as good as Germany, for real. I guess I do. I, you know, I, get, I give myself more credit. I know some good breads, but like some people are really particular about their bagels, particularly people from
0: the Northeast. And oh, New I York. thought you were gonna say Israel Jews. Oh no. Jews of the Northeast. <laughs> Northeast Israel. Those are full on Jews. And I mean, there are a Jewish, lot of Jews in them. the, in the,
1: <laughs> yeah, some of them. You've done your, uh, home trip, right? I did a pilgrimage. What is it, what is it officially called? <coughs> it's called Birthright. Birthright. Do you, did you get the opportunity to have citizenship in Israel? Or is it If a I one?
0: wanted to, I could, really? yeah. I could have dual citizenship. Interesting. It's something that I have considered. You should do it, why not? I feel like maybe after all my animals are dead, which is going to be never because, you know, animals don't die. Come on. But yeah, cover your ears, Sam. Sam looked at, like, what? What is maybe, this conversation? Maybe in my 40s I can make my way over to Israel. I mean.
1: Yeah. It would be interesting. So as a as a, as a a Jewish man in 2019 in Austin, Texas, this white liberal town, so Christian is christmas season as any town could be a big city. It really is you, so christmas Do you feel like almost pressured, forced to celebrate Christmas with everybody?
0: Well, I have a partner who I love very much that loves Christmas. And she's probably going to be <laughs> listening to this. And I already <laughs> said that other people's Christmas shit affects me and it shouldn't. But, you know, we'll <laughs> just get it all out do there. Do you get to have
1: your menorah and everything?
0: Do you oh, do the menorah? I mean, like my family has a menorah and I'm sure if they wanted to send it to me, they could... But yeah, what I want to do for Christmas is I want to go to the Trail of Lights oh. because I love Christmas lights and I've never been to the Trail of Lights. I've never
1: been either. The couple times I've tried to go, it's always been at the worst like Friday, Saturday time. Yeah,
0: I want to go like maybe a weeknight this week. Maybe you're down. Yeah. If I can get Lee, like Wednesday, I feel like a Wednesday or a Thursday would be next good. Next week? Yeah, we could double date it next week. Yeah, I think I think the lights would be good. <laughs> so but, we're just scheduling things. I know. Whatever. I mean, y'all can listen to his <laughs> schedule. Let me get out my planner right now.
1: Also, if if uh, you're a time traveler and want to come back or forward or end up at Kickbutt Coffee, December twelfth, Power Rock. It's well, this will be
0: up Wednesday, so I. Tomorrow. It'll be up. Yeah, it'll be up. Playing yeah. a compilation release. It's you're good. playing Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Kickbutt Coffee. That's where Cool Keith played. Y'all, y'all know Cool Keith from this podcast, or maybe from being a legendary rapper. But anyways, to reel it back into Christmas, I mean. I helped Lee decorate her Christmas tree, and, like, it looks really pretty. So it gets you in the Christmas spirit. Not really. <laughs> I'm kind of indifferent. I'm like, is this done already? Oh, it's done? It looks pretty. And then, like, we watched Pee-wee's... Holiday? Pee-way. 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 Hey, talking, talking about the Japanese restaurant, pee We watched Pee-wee's Christmas special, and, like, I kind of bemoaned, like, halfway through how I'm not really a Pee-wee Herman fan, but I still enjoyed the special... Because like Charo was on there and like Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicelli and like these weird oh, yeah. almost like celebrities that Billy Eilish definitely doesn't know who she they are. Was, uh,
1: but he was in their movie Back to the Beach, their like Beach Comeback.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, the eighties one. Pee Wee Herman was in that. But like I'll oh, eat dinner with her family and it'll be cool. I like her family. It'll be cool to see them and do the thing and we got Lee some cool Christmas presents. She got me everything is terrible tickets for Christmas. Oh, and cool. She might be a few things.
1: Got your Christmas presents already.
0: I did, and I got her an Instapot if y'all are interested. I what got is Lee Instapot Instapot make? Pot. rice and noodles. It makes fucking everything, dude. We've thrown salmon in there, really? chicken, broccoli. Is yeah, it rice, ranch? beans. It's pretty fast when she. You have to kind of tinker with it, and of course you have to do food prep, but the cooking time is super fast. Get your significant other an Instapot. Find find that shit on on Groupon, you know, get yourself a deal. I've been, oh God, ever since
1: downloading Groupon, I've gotten, you know, I'm just so lazy that that I can't go into my settings and turn off the notifications, but every five minutes... Some Groupon coupon that's going to save me a lot of money on yeah. something I don't know. Go bungee need.
0: jumping. Bungee jumping.
1: Skydiving. I've been seeing a lot of coupons for the uh, um, levitation tanks or the isolation tanks, which w- we still haven't done that episode.
0: No, we did one. Didn't I talk about when I did mushrooms and went in an isolation tank? Yeah, we oh. did an isolation tank. We did. We actually did do an isolation tank. <laughs> and I think two of your friends were there, and I, they hadn't been in an isolation tank either with a guy and a girl. Maybe they're listening. Don't remember y'all's name. Sorry. Oh, I might,
1: I might have been the Malayan podcast with Ben and Nicole. Oh,
0: is that... that That's your band? Uh, band who rides. I play
1: in now with uh, Dirt Pile.
0: Oh, they're in Dirt Pile? Uh, Nicole is. She's in Dirt Pile? hmm No. That was the same... Yeah, I think so. Oh, there's multiple ladies in Dirt... The ladies of Two Dirt ladies, Pile. Two ladies. Rachel so the, and Nicole. Okay, cool. Yeah, I... I Always want to come Speaking see you guys. Uh, of, you know
1: we played tired. this house party at this uh, house that has a lot of good shows in Austin. And uh, Fucking got to get these. These squeak toys are endless.
0: Oh,
1: my God. Woo. Sam's going cray-cray. She isn't.
0: She was just at the park swimming. Anyways, continue. We're going to get into the drugs portion. Let's do it. We played
1: a, a house party at this lit-ass house with blown stars, waterclaws, and a keg of something or other. A really good location. They had really cool lighting in the corner. Um, The house definitely must have been built in like the 70s or 80s because it has that uh, architecture vibe to it. Wood paneling in some corners. Um, There is a claw machine claw hanging out of the ceiling. Kind of a little uh, aesthetic. I like it. Touch of the brush of the home interior designer. Um. Yeah, we played that show, and um, uh, man, oh my, oh my! I don't know if you guys hang around with the kids lately these days. No, not really. But uh, adult people that are younger than thirty one, barely. Uh, <laughs> I um, they pass around those popcorn lung pens like they're going out of style.
0: That's like the new blunt at it's a party. A, you know,
1: it's like a vapor. You know, vape's been popular for like almost a decade now.
0: Now, right? But I've never. Yeah, I've. It's funny because you know when I was in college. It's the bong or the joint, or let's pass the bowl. Yeah,
1: initially vapes were all about uh, pass the vape for uh, nicotine, kind of like people getting over cigarettes or wanting to do both, double up. But since uh, weed's been being legalized or decriminalized all over the country, it's state by state, some where it's actually recreation illegal. There's a lot of uh, THC vape cartridges going around, a
0: lot of passing.
1: You know, of the pens. you he, got he one here or there, and they're all different, so, you know, in an unregulated wild, wow, west of THC vape...
0: You might die.
1: You might die. There's, How many people have died, though? There's like say, seven like or eight, which I would argue is kind of a, an over, overpanic crisis, d- attention diversion, because, what, ten people die of vape pens, but... 40,000 people die because they can't afford their health insurance. But that's a whole other conversation. But that does leave room for a lot of weird, uh, funny... Uh, m- m- maybe not. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Popcorn lung
0: sounds funny. So I like pop- it. It
1: sounds fun. It sounds
0: like if popcorn starts. Who doesn't want like popcorn lung? Popping, coming out of your...
1: Kind of like uh What's that movie from? Troll 2? Isn't oh, yeah, yeah. Scene? That's yeah. what I think whenever I think of popcorn lung. It's just like popcorn starts... You have popcorn kernels in you already and they start of pop, pop, popping. Exactly. Until you're a body full of popcorn. I kind of
0: want to get popcorn
1: lime. Orville Red and Redenbacherd. That sounds amazing.
0: Yeah. But, Butter uh, me up.
1: My goodness, especially if you don't do that, uh, ingest THC cannabinoids regularly, those cannabinoid oils will... Oh, my God. They will stretch your brain and every did you, vector you Did you
0: smoke before you played? No, or no, no, no. After no. you play I can't... You were hanging out. I can't, I can't out. perform.
1: I don't like to perform inebriated, any really, of any kind. I could get away with it uh, drunk a little bit, or just a little bit of alcohol. But playing guitar and being a frontman is a little bit more fluid, and I can control that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can at least, like, lean into the waves, but with, like, drums, it's just, like, all heartbeat and pace and i can't i almost like i feel like i forget how to count
0: yeah that makes like, sense
1: forget what numbers are kind of like when you're playing guitar you don't necessarily need to know what numbers are but with drums you definitely got to be a little bit more focused in my case now everyone's different some people could be blitzed some people could be stoned out or like super strong on heroin and play drums perfectly
0: yeah it all so, just depends um, you...
1: but i tend to Take maybe a little hit of this after shows every now and then if it's like a fun little get together. So what was going
0: bands. on? What was going on? Set the. Set I took the scene. A, it was but like a, a little. Cool on the scene, it like... looked
1: like a GigaPet or almost like a little iPod Nano. You know?
0: Yeah. A Tiny little electronic uh, device that you maybe might... you could play games on it. You should. They should make weed pens where you can also play. That a would game be really cool,
1: you, especially this type of pen, like a really cool kind of GigaPet or a Pokemon like original. Maybe Nintendo could get licensed that once... You Wii can get I and
0: look for Pokemon. Yeah.
1: Pokemon Go to the stony mountain. Especially with this one. It almost is an element of, like, novelty for, it, for sure. Almost like playing a little, like, claw game or, like, it's taking a step into a Funko Land, Chuck E. Cheese kind of,
0: like... Yeah. The There's gonna be... They should make <laughs> fucking Funko figures... Where you can ha- store weed in their head, Funko figures. They, I remember so many other, they big k- heads. cartoons.
1: They're, they're like, like not quite bobbleheads. So they're like big. They're riding skateboards and they're characters from wrestling with giant heads called head ringers that we're looking at on a shelf. I do have head ringers as well. Didn't that was
0: they? a specific line from World Championship Wrestling around nineteen ninety maybe 8.
1: Those like other characters, they did that with other cartoons, like Street Sharks. Probably like, teenage. And there's the a Sharks. Sting
0: one too, and I don't know where it is. Did I give it to you? I don't mm-hmm. know where it I is. I think so. Maybe it's skated away. It's probably just
1: got a job downtown.
0: Yeah, Sting's Sting's bar back <laughs> in so anyway, Sixth Street. I was
1: outside on the deck. There's a big old crowded deck surrounding uh, the K in the center, and I took a, a little inhale of this uh, left-handed oil uh, vape. And, my goodness, you you know, when you get, like, super stoned, it's, like, a progression. You, like, automatically just realize how stoned you are. Oh, yeah. Like, I were just starting to realize how stoned I was while we were outside and talk, t- talking to people. And also, I'm just, like, a shit for brains whenever I, I'm super stoned. So, I'm more, like, giggly and more quiet. Mm-hmm. And so, I just try to be stoic. Because if not, I'll just, like, look like a big... I'll be like, I'll imagine that I'm the Hamburglar for McDonald's and just like, I'm too obviously like, here to steal some delicious cheeseburgers or yeah, something. Yeah, you just
0: gotta find like the party trays <laughs> at that point and just kinda hover and
1: dip. Um, we went inside and we started watching the first band and I was just, the color, there was one really bright green light in the corner facing up towards the drummer created these really intense shadows and I just remember thinking that the colors were really neat and vivid that the walls that's interesting but the walls are breathing and also my vision is like a rhombus
0: it, it's almost like well I guess it is psychotropic but it sounds like you're tripping on it's psychedelic it felt so intense to where like I was
1: worried how I was gonna manage to stand up moment to moment yeah. And, like, not that I was going to fall down, but I couldn't I couldn't place where my legs were in, in the context of Damn. physical reality. It's like some ketamine shit. It was intense. And then, like, once the band ended, I was like, oh, God, because, like, throughout the whole half-hour set or whatever, I had, like, the space of the noise almost to lean on. But whenever, like, the music stopped, the sudden rush of realization, oh, you got to be social or else you're going to be, like some silent person wearing a Zardoz jacket and you know, all of the social anxieties come into your head I, I, that's the thing whenever I did you know
0: most of the people there I or mean, just you, like, like a handful band-mates. of people there was
1: a lot of people I didn't know there was a lot of um, people and friends of other bands we had like maybe a good handful of friends that were was it the, a big there. show like was it, it like was like five, 50 people yeah it was a touring band Lecce was there they're kind of uh, getting bigger and bigger who
0: who is that Lecce Lecce mhm Sounds familiar, but they're they're from here. Yeah, they're kind of like post-hardcore kind of stuff, super
1: heavy and fun. They have a sense of humor. Is it a girl singer? Oh. <laughs> you don't know. I was I see. I <laughs> I, I, I was too stoned to where I, I, thought, I thought.
0: I feel like maybe I'm thinking of a different band I think, and I'm I pretending. Think, like, I, don't I don't think, know think it's a girl are. singer. I'm so I'm sorry it if up. it
1: is. But um, I've I don't. We've played with them twice, but I've always either been like. Not there for the band or, like, talking to people while they're playing. It's one of those situations. I hope
0: Lecce doesn't listen to this. Oh, they will.
1: They'll, they'll, they'll be okay. Because, you know, what we're, you know, members of the liberal elite on this war on Christmas. We're high up in the chain of command. In the, they're a punk band. The New World Order, yeah.
0: But they they're, they're Wait, they're, do they have a video in front of Taco Bell? Is that yes. them? I, I don't know how I've seen that, but they, they are not girls. A South by, uh... You know, these
1: long hair... I've been mistaken for a lady before, from behind, because of my long lotion. I smile.
0: have, too, because I have a sweet ass. But I've totally <laughs> seen... Yeah, South by Southwest 2009, Taco Bell presents... Like, they're pretending 2009, like they're... 2009? 2019. Okay, that was They're pretending year. like they were sponsored by Taco Bell. They just went to every Taco Bell and shot footage
1: for... Until they got food. kicked
0: out. It's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. And
0: I guess it went viral. I don't know. I'm just looking at... I mean, there's only 6,000 views on um Facebook, but I would imagine it's on YouTube. I mean, if I if I saw it and I don't see shit, then it must have been getting around. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I I mean I vaguely remember conversations that I was having to where I was like in a different I felt like mentally, just spiritually even like floating like a hundred feet above the building.
0: Did you talk to Light Chan and be like, hey are you guys did you guys Like, Taco Bell? Do you want to get some Taco Bell? I should. That's the next thing I'll bring up. And they'd be like, "Uh, Oh yeah, you seen our video? They give me Taco Bell coupons. (laughs) (laughs) They bring Taco Bell coupons to Um, every performance. And
1: you had a... How would your final homeless house show go? Is this a... permanent name (coughs) in the coffin?
0: Yeah, and it's... And I think it confused people because I'm still gonna do, like, a house show every now and then. I'll still do, like, a South By show. Although I want it to be, like, super low-key. Cannabis is not coming. Maybe I told some of you I was bringing cannabis right before we dotted dotted them I's and crossed them T's. Cannabis is a rapper from the 90s who I wanted to be my headliner. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to fucking work my ass off so someone else can get paid and just fret it for, like, four months. Yeah. So I was like, nah. I'm just going to do, like, a barbecue, and whoever wants to play can play. Mm-hmm. Friends, I don't need a big headliner. Abstract Root, if you're listening and coming to South By, you'd be pretty chill, I think. But, you know, besides Abstract Root, I'm good. Did you try to get iced tea? I'm, I mean, you You've know... have met him before? I've met iced tea. I would love to get iced tea, but that would be, like, $20,000. Originally, I started planning, like, nine months in advance that I wanted to get Luke of Two Live Crew... Because, like, I grew up on sex rap. Obviously, everybody who listened to this for at least a long time or knows me, knows that. And they're like, oh, yeah, Luther Campbell of Two Live Crew will come. $16,000. Like, Damn. what? What?
1: $16,000.
0: You can get a new car for less than that.
1: I mean, you got to pay him, compensate him for his time away from the fuck shop. <laughs> Full time.
0: <laughs> Apparently. It's not even Two Live Crew. It's just Luke. Not to blow up his business or whatever. I don't give a fuck. He has millions of dollars. I think he has it set so high because he doesn't give a shit about performing. And, like, he's like, it's not even worth it unless it's, like, six, 16K. You know, He like, 5K, 4K. It's like, I can just sit home and get my dick sucked. I'm Luke from 2 Live Crew. Yeah. 7K, 8K... I could be fucking someone in the ass. Who's the most difficult. 9K, I could be having a fucking three-way <laughs> at the fuck shop all weekend long. Like, multiple three-ways where math needs to get involved. It's like, I had six three-ways. And you could go that's to Germany eight, with that's like sex, so money, too. That's 18 people. Go back to France. Or no, minus six, that's 12 people. Who could? You could go back to France. For $4,000. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, and I'm not going to mention names, but I had a friend who was going to put up the money for cannabis... So I felt the pressure of making my friend's money back. And I don't want him to make back 2K. I want him to make back all of it. And then it's like, how do we do that? You know, it's very difficult because you're like, who's cannabis? You know, is that a band? You knew Cool Keith. Cool Keith was a success. Cannabis, fucking legendary. All the respect in the world to that dude. But... Is it worth $4,000 in Austin, Texas? 2K. 2K. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. To be discussing the financials of rap, which is, you know, people rap. can think whatever, but it just becomes like a business and then people are like, well, you could get like artists to like sell tickets and I just don't want to, it's a fucking headache, dude. I'd rather just not do it. One time a power powerhawk got approached by this producer guy that, yeah, we've... Keep
1: in touch and use friends. And Steve Albini? Uh, close. Um, probably. More like... Um, what's the other <clears throat> guy? Jack and Dino. Jack and Dino's a clone named Rack Jack Dino. They're so, okay, so Rack Jack Rack, Rack, Rack Jack Dino came up to us and he's like, Look, you guys are awesome. You want to have fish and chips at this Irish pub. Sure, hell Yeah. So we're thinking, like, oh, he wants to, like, you know...
0: He's funding the bill for you, fish and chips? You, you, uh,
1: no, we all paid individually. What the fuck? Uh, he basically wanted to... He said he wants to make a record with us, but he's, like, straight up just, like, 500 bucks an hour.
0: Like, Did he produce... No, for,
1: no, 500 bucks for the day. I Did think. he produce for the butthole Surfers? No, he records, like, people that play with Santana's band. <laughs>
0: Rob Thomas. <Yeah. laughs> Rob Thomas' uh, explosion side project. He recorded. He 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 has a right to charge five hundred an hour because he produced the hit song by Carlos Santana and Rob Helford. Yeah, called Smooth Two. Smoothie. Smoothie Two. I'm trying to go for a Smoothie. Uh, but
1: he also he gave us kind of a stick of like, look if it didn't make it, you to get people to go to shows. You got to like offer the bar. 150 bucks so they can give everybody free drinks. And I was like, that's an interesting idea. But, like, also, if we're not going to get that back, why do that?
0: Yeah, what is this, 1990? That shit don't work.
1: It's like a short-term gain of attention to, like, doing it through media. media. Uh,
0: I feel like if you offer free drinks at a bar in Austin while a band's playing, you're going to gain, like, two new fans and then just a bunch of people who want to smoke cigarettes. People show drink. up for
1: the free drinks, not for the, the bands. Do You want people to show up for the band? so... Yeah. Back to the drawing board. You know.
0: 500 them. a day is not like terrible, though. I can't remember. I think it was. If you can get it done in one day, that's pretty good. I think, yeah, the thing is, we just would need to save up for a couple months, and
1: he was like ready to go. So maybe if in the future. And maybe we can get something as smooth as smooth
0: by Rob Thomas and Santana. Maybe. I mean, he maybe you can get members of Carlos Santana's band to play. On the Powerhawk record. That'd be cool. I'd love to get Carlos Santana to be like, to do Lay
1: Down a Kazoo track. Maybe, or something.
0: yeah, maybe Carlos Santana can do like a hip-hop style drop. Do you know what that is? Do you know the drops outside of the hip-hop world? Like, yo, this is Carlos Santana. You're listening to my man Powerhawk. Don't you forget you're <laughs> here. Like, you could get Carlos Santana to do that. You could probably do it through a cameo and just like
1: sample the audio. Have you, you heard of that, you could just that website chop. Cameo?
0: No. So you Cameo, shit cameo
1: is a website where... You oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like David Faustino will like, yeah. say happy birthday <laughs> to you or something. I always thought that was so sad. Why would you pay that much money to... I mean, I get it. I guess free country, do what you want. I got a hundred bucks for... For Kylie Minogue to say happy birthday to me, would, are you gonna do that? Have you done it? I mean, I think Kylie Minogue would be a lot more than she'd
1: probably be bucks. like five hundred at least. And
0: then I would, I, the thing, I'd do it for five hundred if I can record it and jerk off to it for like the rest of my life. I think the 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 pricing is so intense and fascinating because I think I've heard like
1: people like Sugar Ray Singer, what's his name? Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. is like one hundred fifty that. bucks? That's it? And like Norm McDonald's, maybe like three hundred bucks. But like the guy that does the what do you call it, the the sealant the sealant guy the flex tape the flex tape guy
0: I don't know
1: he does these infomercials selling tape that's indestructible They're like hi yeah. I heard it was your birthday is like in his infomercial pretty voice. much it is infomercial voice that guy's like five hundred bucks so it's all about how you market yourself
0: yeah. X does it Xbox he'll tell you to it? suck it for your birthday really how much does that cost I don't like know bucks? I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of wrestling, we're going to uh, AEW Dynamite tomorrow. First time. That's awesome. It should be interesting. I wish I was going, but I got some dogs to watch. But you know what? They're coming to Austin, HEB Center, in like a month. Is that true? It was announced today. Oh, snap. Talk to your brother. He's all about that life. Hell yeah. We should go. Sit oh. in the cheap seats. I only got
1: like a couple toes in that life because I got so many toes and fingers and other pies and Yeah, around.
0: I pretty much only have wrestling. That's my life. <laughs> Like, oh, it's really all. Have you been to Party World Wrestling or Anarchy lately? Nah, I've actually never been to Party World, and I have not been to the latest Anarchy. But I heard ACH did show up after he had like a huge mental breakdown. But I don't think anyone listening to this would know. What else happened this week? Uh, How did you go to the Ghetto Boys? Uh, Bushwick Bill. I did. I did. It was great because like I thought I was the only person ever that wanted to beat up Bushwick Bill at one point. And then like all these other people started telling stories about like, yeah, First time I met Bushwick, like, we almost, like, came to blows. I wanted to, like, fight him, and he was, like, in my face, and he was such an asshole, and then he was cool, and then, like, you just never know, and his kids were like, oh, because his kids were there and stuff, and there was a Q&A, they were like, oh, yeah, you, like, didn't know Bushwick unless you almost, like, got in a fight with him. So I'm like, all right, all right, I'm, I'm not, like, that asshole who almost fought have fucking you told you, Have you Bushwick, Bushwick, Bushwick Bill?
1: What's your big Bushwick Bill story? Like? I mean,
0: I think that's pretty much it. I got Bushwick Bill... For the people they don't know. I somehow got Bushwick Bill. To headline a house party. At my old house. For South by Southwest. And he showed up. And he was pretty fucking drunk. And. He gets out of the car. And he's like where's the alcohol? Where's the alcohol? And we're like oh yeah yeah. I'm like super excited. But like people are like going up to greet him. And he's like where's the alcohol? Where's the alcohol? We're like alright. He's like where's the. Where's the. Where's the trays of food? And I'm like, I wasn't, like, told about trays of food. I didn't know you needed any food. If that was discussed beforehand, I'd be happy. I would have been happy to get you food, but it wasn't part of the deal. And he's like, all right, all right, whatever. Like, let's do shots. Let's do shots. So, like, I do have bottles of alcohol. And we do some shots. And then Bushwick, you know, he starts to loosen up a little bit. After he basically like demands that my girlfriend pours everybody shots or whatever. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, cool. Bushwick is here. This is actually happening. This is insane. The dude whose music video I first saw in fucking daycare in second or third grade, my mind's playing tricks on me, is in my living room about to play a show. Maybe the first. and last house show Bushwick Bill's ever played. He's played fucking Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And here he is playing My Living Room. <laughs> so he shows up. He's pretty drunk, which is... Bushwick Bill liked to party. Obviously. Did David Lee Bahart play that night, too? David Lee Bahart played the next year. That's right. Yeah. I have funny David Label heart stories, too. But, I mean, he's been on our podcast like oh, more than anybody back. else. We should
1: see if he wants to come back. But the, I love David.
0: He should just be a co-host at this point. He's yeah. been on so much. So Bushwick Bill is slated to go on, I don't know, at like 10 o'clock. And it's going to be like 10.15, 10, 10.20. 10, he's out in my driveway talking to some people. I'm like, Bill, let's uh ski on stage. Are you ready, dude? Let me know whatever you need. And he, like, fucking scolds me, dude. He scolds me. He's like, listen, like, I'm going to go on. When I go on, who do you think you're talking to? Like, I've done things you could only dream of. And, like, I have a bad temper and I don't say anything. I just walk away. That's and you were there when I walked away. Because right. you had to, like, help calm me down. A few other people. I was like, I'm going to kick Bush with God. my <laughs> fucking house. He's not playing. I'm going to punch him in his fucking face. I'm like, fuck that. You don't talk to me like that in my house. I don't give a fuck who you are. And I'm drunk on whiskey, which usually like crazy shit happens anyways. I'm high on mushrooms. And people are like, just chill. Just chill. Like, he's, you know, he's Bushwick Bill. Like, you know, he's just, he doesn't act like everybody else. You know, he's used to having like a crazy life. Like... This is a dude that has done yes things that I've only dreamed of like member just, of the Ghetto Boys yeah one of my favorite rap groups of all time so there's a famous rapper called Megaran do you know Megaran no. he also played that night he was one of the headliners like last time the New Day did like some rap battles on WWE SmackDown like he broke their rap oh, wow. battles like he's. Bully Ray has like beat him up on ROH. Like, I don't know if it's kayfabe or not. I'm not sure. So Maybe bully Ray, bully Ray. Bully Ray of the Dudley Boys. Bubba Ray Dudley for people listening. Like, he has like Xavier Woods in the new day on his new album. But anyway, besides all that, he's one of the biggest nerd, nerdcore rappers of all time. MC yeah. Chris discovered him. Blah, blah, blah. So, like, Bushwick Bill is not going to take the stage. And he, like, grabs Mega Ram. Cause Mega Man's just trying to get a selfie with him. He's kind of freaking out too because he's like, This is one of my fucking rap heroes. This is one of everybody's rap heroes. It's Bushwick Bill. He's ingrained into American pop culture. So he's like, Dude, like, can I? And he's like, Hey, you can DJ for me? And he's like, I, Yeah, y- yeah, like. And then he's like, What do you need? What do you need? And Bushwick is like, All right, you got a computer? And I think Megaran is just a little dumbfounded at this point. Because he's going up to him for a selfie. And this is a rapper that... This was like 2017. I'm not going to say he's overall more culturally irrelevant than Bushwick Bill in the long haul. It's not even close. But in like the year 2017, like Megaran's selling more records. Mm-hmm. Like this dude's doing pretty well. <laughs> he goes up to Bushwick for a selfie. And then Megaran ends up using his computer to DJ for Bushwick, Bill. And he's like, do you have your instrumentals? And Bushwick's just like, go to YouTube. All my instrumentals are on there. When I say, damn, it feels good to be a gangster, you just type in, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. And you let it roll. When I say, my mind is playing tricks on me, you type in, my mind is playing tricks oh, on fuck. me. Yeah. I when I say I assassins, think. you type in a- assassins. Wow. And Bushwick rocked it, dude. Bushwick rocked it. It was a great was performance, a great <coughs> and that's pretty much it. So, like, I did want to beat up Bushwick Bill, and I was extremely irritated and let down because all I wanted to do was make a house show run on time. And it wasn't, and I was just trying to convey that to him. I was not being rude or anything. I was just like, hey, buddy, like, let's get you on stage, like... Everybody's so excited. He's like, you listen here. He was just faded. And I was faded. And like, whatever. Like, I did not hold it against him. And it was just an, an insane piece of history. But the next day, Bushwick Bill shows up. We're playing again. We have, like, a, a barbecue. We're playing together. And he was totally cool. And we freestyled together. You
1: freestyled? Yeah, if you go...
0: It's funny because my dog, Sam, who is laying on my bed right now, she met Bushwick Bill there about the same height. She's a big old vishla girl with long legs. But there's a video floating around on the internet. You're going to get a kick out of this. It's me. Like, it's mid-freestyle, but Sam is just, like, hanging out. So it's my dog, Sam, Kilmatic, <laughs> me, and Bushwick Bill. What? But like, we're all freestyling. My dog is not freestyling, obviously. It's freestyling too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we nice. all freestyle with Bushwick Bill. If you go on YouTube oh. and you type in MC Homeless freestyles with Bushwick Bill or something like that, it's on there. Yeah. And I remember the freestyle because, like, I remember running Nina Hartley with Biz Markey. Oh, wow. I was like, oh. It's the kind of stuff that goes through my brain, you know, Hartley and Bismarck. Sounds about like two heavyweight champions. But Bushwick Bill was like super cool that day, and like I'd see him every once in a while after that. But it's just like you never knew what you were gonna get with Bushwick Bill, Mm -hmm. and like he's fought Willie D of the Ghetto Boys. He's got who's
1: uh, just ran for. Elected office in Houston. Did he win? No. What the f- come on, Houston, and, get behind! Uh, I like Willie D. He ran for city council. Actually, overall, like Willie
0: D is my favorite ghetto boy. He's
1: great. His new, st- I mean, he's consistently putting out great singles.
0: He's a he's like he's like the punk rock one of the bunch. He's yeah. just like super fucking angry, unrelenting, political, sure. yelling yeah. about shit. Hell yeah! They talking about he'll like beat that. your fucking ass talking about fuck Ronnie King in the ass when I see the motherfucker I'm a blast calling out
1: Charles Barkley left and right
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah willie D is is crazy and scarface overall has to be the most like consistent as like one of the greatest rappers of all time like he's a storyteller he has not only classic ghetto boy albums but classics so many classics scarface he's like the kind of rapper that'll put a tear in your eye cuz his his verses are just so dark and so deep. Yeah, he's like the Grim Reaper of rap. <laughs> the grim That's Scarface, oh and Bushwick Bill is like the jester, you know. And like when you think of gangster rap, I mean, they all had just like such over the top lyrics. I got that... to see the Ghetto Boys in two thousand and. Nice. was it at the old emo or new emos I was at that that was a great show I don't even know if I saw you I was so fucking high I mean I think I did see you I think maybe we smoked weed together
1: we did smoke weed outside yes because I remember being super stoked I swear to god that
0: show was one it was probably the highest show I've ever been to in my life I felt like I was levitated above the crowd when the ghetto boys were on and I was just singing every lyric to every Willie D song every Bushwick song every ghetto boy song and, like, I remember I saw Neurosis at the new emos maybe like a month later, and I just felt kind of bored. And I feel bad saying that because I love Neurosis.
1: Neurosis. If you're not in the good, if you're not in the mood for it, I can see. It It wasn't good stoned. Yeah.
0: It took me to a dark place. Really? Yeah. Well, I feel we're... like
1: that dude's like that dude's character in general.
0: He's a little of a dark. Scott Kelly. Yeah. Of neurosis. Yeah. Dark, uh, misanthropic kind of. Yeah, guy. and the Ghetto Boys when they're all together, it's a party. It's like a dis. It's like you know the happiest place on earth. Bushwick Bill should have had like his own you know, Disney ride or, like... The Ghetto Boys should have had, like, a theme park or something. They're,
1: like, the lords of what is cool. You associate... Of Houston, right?
0: Yeah, oh, of, of everything. You associate Bushwick Bill also with, like, Chucky. People would bring, like, Chucky dolls to get signed by Bushwick really? Bill. I got Chucky up on my shelf. I should have got that shit signed by Bushwick. R.I.P. Bushwick Bill. Yeah. Just... Gone too soon. Like, he freestyled with, like... Did, did you know Bushwick Bill... This isn't in the movie or anything, but they were talking about it, the Q&A. Sylvain Sylvain of the New York Dolls was playing in Austin, and Bushwick Bill just happened to be there. I heard about And that. Bushwick Bill fucking freestyled with Sylvain Sylvain... That's awesome. ...of the New York Dolls playing. He's played with, like, members of Butthole Surfers. Like, Bushwick Bill, like, my friend's Obnox, he's freestyled with them. Bushwick Bill is freestyle with, I've heard, over, like, 100 bands. Like, Bushwick would just show up at shows in Austin, and they'd all be, like, punk shows. and Weed Eater. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, hey, can I freestyle with you guys? And I feel like no matter what genre you play, if you're between, like, 30 and 50 years old, like, that's a wide span, but I'm going to say, like, 30 to 50... If Bushwick Bill asks you, can I freestyle with your band, you're gonna freak the fuck out and yeah. be like, Oh my god, like yeah. Sylvain Sylvain's a funny one, because he 'cause he's gotta be like seventy something mm-hmm. and he probably had no clue who Bushwick was. Ghetto Boys are like the slayer of hip
1: hop. They're like one of those Yeah groups that everybody from every genre background
0: loves. And they were both produced by Rick Rubin and they were both on the same label, Deaf.
1: Yeah. So you you get there you the go. first Ghetto Boys album I could put on at any time and it's Wonderful. That fucking, that just, that lead off track, fuck 'em. Fuck 'em. Fuck, oh, man. fuck Em. Oh That's one of the coolest stars. To so remember. many
0: good Scarface samples. I feel like Al Pacino was like the honorary God, member dude, of Ritches. Ghetto Boys. Cause like when Ghetto Boys started out, Scarface's name wasn't even Scarface, but he had the song Scarface and they sampled Scarface so much that people would chant Scarface whenever That's they right. saw him and he became Scarface. <laughs> He had like some weird ass name, but um, yeah, it's been about 45 minutes. Do you, I feel like we should lead it out with a Bushwick track. He wants to. Yeah. I feel like we should. We should definitely lead it out with a Bushwick. I didn't think we were going to end up to, uh, you know, I'm very selective. I felt kind of weird about almost getting in a fight with Bushwick Bill but then once I heard at the screening that like you didn't know Bushwick Bill unless you almost got in a fight with him and his kids were like oh yeah 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 for yeah, sure at the premium Bushwick Bill experience you lived you lived part of his life yeah we played shows together we almost fought I'm like when I say almost fought you know we we weren't like actually ready to throw fists but you settled it there on was the freestyle some, ring there were definitely some tensions some weirdness there and then like we had a great next day.
1: Now he's chilling out with all the homies and the honeys in heaven.
0: Yeah, yeah, RIP Juice World. I, he's a rapper that oh, died yeah, this he week. He yesterday Juice from world. a seizure. Yeah, yeah, crazy. A... And be careful out there if you're doing drugs. I mean, there's websites where you can look what to mix and what not to mix. Yeah, know
1: your dealer. Be kind. Don't fuck people over. But also, uh, just. Use your common noggin.
0: Which I haven't always done, and I'm, I'm lucky that I didn't mix some weird shit. I remember I had a really weird experience where I just took like some random pills and watched Bad Lieutenant, and it seemed like Bad Lieutenant was like four minutes long when I was in it. <laughs> so it was oh, God, rich. the original
1: with Harvey Cartel. Oh, yeah. That one's a, even sober. That one's a trip. I've seen
0: people cry yeah. watching that movie. It's intense. Tears of trauma.
1: It's so... It's so... Sp- pessimistic, but it's still very graceful. It is. Like, that's like, there's a warmth to it that you wouldn't expect if you, like, read the description of
0: the plot on paper. Yeah, it's one of my, I'd say, top three to five favorite movies. It's definitely... It's technically a baseball movie. I know! I know, (laughs) and he's losing that money left and right. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler... doesn't end good is there anything you want to add in like a little minute thing or is that pretty
1: much it a uh, minute thing i'm just gonna plug all my shameless man. fun things brontosaurus we're gonna record new music soon we got a show at uh the black sparrow in taylor texas if you're in the central texas area black sparrow is a fun place to play about an hour outside of austin next week the 12th of december power rocks playing a compilation release And Dirt Pile, December 21st, is playing Houston and Dan Electros. Come check it out.
0: And then I'm playing Thursday, a day after the podcast comes out. If any of my friends or fans in the Austin area listen, it'll be December 12th. (laughs) <laughs> same night. Oh, you have a show that we, same we night. We can have each other our, our, our shows. Carousel Lounge, and where did you say yours is on the twelfth? Cakebud Coffee, so not far. We're literally down the street uh, from each other. Ping Pong across the highway. And what else? I guess is when we come on. back,
1: we'll do a holiday special. Talk about sad Hanukkah and Christmas stories. Yeah. And, uh, talk about our wolf strangest and funnest job experiences.
0: Can't. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that got put on the back burner. Um, my album, Sex and Death. This week is one year old. It was my big comeback EP released through Fake Four Inc. You can get it as a free download on the Fake Four Inc. Bandcamp. Or you know what? Just go on Google and type in MC Homeless or MC Homeless Sex and Death. If you want a dark, bleak rap album for the winter, you should listen to my album. Listen to that, The Cold Van by Cannibal Ox. Listen to Jizzle Liquid Swords, MC Homeless Sex and Death. And, of course, thanks for still listening. We jumped around a lot, but I think it was super fun subjects. So rate, review, and subscribe. Leave us a goddamn review on iTunes. All he is. And my name is Matt, and I'm here with my co-host, signing out. Third
1: base, Joy Baloney. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Thanksgiving. Happy Christmas. We'll see you soon on the other side of the season.
2: Cheers. Over and out? Yo, Bushwick, what do you do when motherfuckers underestimate your size, man? First of all, I laugh. Then what? Smash their ass like a goddamn car crash. So if you wanna try your luck, come on! Play pussy, get fucked. Asshole, sleep, you get beat. You're a bad motherfucker you dare to compete. Cause Diana Ross will be coming out your ass, fool. And have you singing the blues. Tall love, bigger by the pound, let's go around. I'ma take you, shake you, and break you down. And if you can't, your ass to the size of your dick and that's small And you think you're macking while you're lacking Bushwick is packing I'll show your girl how a real man feels Large things come in very small packages And while you're getting on your knees to fuck A nigga like me still standing up Any bitch will tell you As long as he has a big dick Size ain't shit Yo Bushwick Bill, man Show these whole ass motherfuckers out here in the game, man That you're too short to take a motherfucking short And DJ Reddy Red got your motherfucking back lifting weights to make you bigger but lift me you'll be a dead-ass nigga. you wanna squabble cause you think you're tougher squabble that motherfucker those are called bullets they got them in every state to keep niggas like you in place and since i'm a trigger happy nigga. Look for your place to be in a cemetery, you goddamn sucker Lie next to another bad motherfucker Reputation ain't shit, see What you done did in the past don't excite me V-I-C-T-O-R-Y You can't have it, nah, 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 nah Any motherfucker wanna get with Bushwick Bring it on cause your size ain't shit Cause I'm too short to take shit Since. I've been a stupid ass motherfucker ever since. I've been a stupid ass motherfucker ever since. The penitentiary became my residence. It wasn't nothing for me to this figure. You little nickel and dime ass niggas. his dick for one cigarette ain't harder than my dick and you're talking shit carry on my